This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 111. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Uh, it has been a little bit of time. We took a, a, a bit of a hiatus from a couple different things. Um, <clears throat> we had in January programs set to run, but they were canceled because of COVID and some of the issues related uh, around that and securing facility space and whatnot. So that was unfortunate, but now that we're into March, we actually just launched our spring session and are definitely benefiting from that. Uh, So right now we've got about 45 kids broken up over three different classes between the ages of five and 13. And that is kind of the bread and butter, if you will, as far as age groups for, for kind of how uh, we've decided to focus on and tend to get a lot more engagement in that regard. So it's, it's really been the main focus. The challenge we continue to run into is as we go forward, how do we engage the broadest population, especially those that are starting to age out of my programs? Um, it, it's, a, it's a challenge across the board, something that I have to kind of figure out the best route, but ultimately, as I look to grow the sport in my area, like any other sport, the the challenge comes with finding the right people that want to get engaged and get involved so that it's not just a one-person show. And I am very thankful to have uh, a couple people, one in particular, Matt, who uh, loves to come out. He's great with the kids. And frankly, it's really nice to have a second pair of hands just to wrangle in kids and it does allow us to to expand the number of kids we can put in a class but even with the wait list like I had this season we couldn't expand the class too much because of the size of the class we moved from a middle school gym to an elementary school gym it's significantly smaller by comparison so where before we've run a class of 22 in a middle school gym and had plenty of space for parents plenty of space for kids. In this gym, we're definitely cramped by comparison. So it's something to think about while you want to get as many kids involved, looking at your space that's available and really thinking about what's going to provide the best experience in the process because you have to house the parents, you have to house their siblings, you have to house the kids in the class and make sure everything is is done safely and, and fun and, and all of that other stuff. So it's a big challenge across the board, but when you do it right, it's a lot of fun too. And having a full full class, full group is a blast. And so right now we've got about 15 kids in each class. So around 45 kids are learning floorball. And the higher percentage of them I've never met before. Uh, I, I see some come and go, uh, but when I see new kids coming in and interest, a lot of it's because the parents are just interested in what what's out there that's new and what's out there that's different and COVID did play a lot into this because it did shut down certain things programs that maybe were around aren't around or they're struggling uh, or parents are just going what else is out there so I think it's really important to be thinking about that and we've been getting a lot more calls and, and interest and equipment's been going out the door and it's been really fun to kind of see uh, some different engagement that I think people are a little more open to something that's different, something that's new. So I think that in the end, it's going to be a really fun season. 
I think that the kids and the parents are already starting to ask about what's next. And that's one of the challenging things as I look at my current business, which is Floorball. I also have a second business called Craw Media, where I've been doing a lot more sports photography, videography, um, things of that nature, and a day job, and a family, and all these other things. And so I always look at people that say, well, I don't have the time. I, I think that's just garbage. You have the time. If you think something is important, you invest in it. It's as simple as that. And it could be a matter of, well, I don't have the time. Well, how much time do you spend watching TV? And I'm not faulting anybody for watching TV. I watch plenty of TV myself. I enjoy it. Uh, it is a, a, a break for me in a lot of ways and even for my wife. But while I'm doing that, I am doing a lot of different work and projects and things like that because why not maximize the time that I have working on passion projects that I really enjoy? And that could be the case for just about anybody, regardless of whatever it is that you're doing. You put the time into the things that you find value, relationships and so on and so forth. So I think there's going to be a lot of good momentum as we move forward into the year. Uh, we've got the World Games coming up in Alabama, so I'm trying to figure out how to, to be there to cover that in a media capacity since I'm not playing. Uh, at this point, I'm far too old to be on, the, on those teams, and those that are in their mid to late 30s, bless you for being able to, to do those things and still be competitive at a high, high level. I think, it's, I think it's awesome. But my plan is to ideally be there and uh, maybe cover a couple of the teams and, and just give some different experiences and viewpoint to what's happening in the sport. And, um, you know, there's a lot of good things happening around the country. So it's, it's exciting to see what's, what's kind of going on. And, and I think that we're, we're moving in the right direction. I, I see more youth programs starting up. I have more interest from schools and things like that that are reaching out. And I think we just need to continue to push the message, uh, continue to teach and educate in the right way, and, and just get people interested in it because... As the youth sports scene continues to evolve, there's a place and you can compete and you can find a market. Even in a saturated market, you can always find a market. You just have to figure out how to spread that message, showcase what you're doing, and be consistent with it and figure out what works for your area. Because, again, as I've said many times throughout my blogs and podcasts and things like that over the last five and a half years, um, everyone's different. So keep pushing, keep moving, and we'll continue to grow this one. So this one's going to be a little bit shorter, which is probably better for everybody. I tend to keep them around 10 minutes anyway, but I just hope that, uh, you know, whoever's listening and as we continue to get back to floorball, sports, any, all that other stuff, there's a lot of people out there doing good things. So Let's make sure we're, we're out there celebrating what they're doing and let's all work together so we can continue to grow the sport. So if you're looking for more information for Floorball, check out my website, www.floorballguru.com. If you're looking for equipment, floorballguru.store. And make sure to follow me on social media and reach out if you need anything. Find me at Floorball Guru on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And most importantly, keep floorballing.